Welcome to Rocks Talks, the podcast that helps network marketers grow their business on social media. I'm Roxanne Wilson, social media network marketing coach with nearly a decade of experience in the space as well as television and radio experience and a passion to really help you and empower you to be the best network marketer you can be, which means knowing yourself and knowing your brand. And I'm Taryn Soa, your social media sidekick. I run all things behind the scenes at Rocks Talks. While being the right hand woman to Roxanne, I also strategize and manage our full social media plan. So I would love to share with you the tips, the happenings, all the things going on in the social media world. Each week, we're here to give you the latest and greatest in direct selling, social selling, network marketing, whatever you like to call it. The end game is for you to really understand your business, understand yourself and your brand, and to rock it on social media. When I think about 2023, this is like year interview time, you know, Tara Bear, okay. tearing up my heart. And a lot of things have happened. Like, I have basically. I mean, I'll take credit for it. Manifested the return of NSYNC. So you're welcome, everybody. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Welcome. I was wondering who to thank. And I had a feeling it was you. I'm glad you realized. Um, <laughs> but there's been a lot that's happening. It's funny because I'm seeing people like you see the things on Instagram that's like 2021 shocked me. 20 this, 23 this. But 2024 is when I'm going to get my mojo back. Uh, I see that every year. I know. I was like, I didn't know that 2023 was so dastardly, except it kind of was. <laughs> Kind of could be for some, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of curmudgeon. I still don't remember my word was for this year. I need to find it before the year's out. I've got, I have a few more days. Oh, okay. I don't While remember. you do that, I'm going to try to pull it up. Let me see if I wrote it in one of the podcast show notes. I know it's somewhere. <laughs> I know you're I out there know. somewhere. Uh, however, as we look back on this year, let's take a look at where network marketing has gone, where social selling mm. has gone, what has been going on. And this is for a chance for you to personally look at your, your, you reflect as well about your personal journey, but wow, it's been a doozy in the industry. Like literally, if you think about 2020 mm-hmm. to now, hello, whiplash, up, down, roller coaster, roller coaster. Of love. I don't know if it was a close yeah. of love, though. Uh, it's been a tough year. It's it's amazing that we've been acting like we're like recession-y, inflation-y. I don't know. We've been just acting in a weird way. Typically, we when been. there's when the economy turns the way it has this year, it means it's that there's an influx for network marketing. Lots of people come and join and they want to be part of it. That didn't happen this year. This year, things got harder. This year was a really a restrictive time. Lots of layoffs in companies. If you think my company didn't lay anybody off, probably look a little deeper. They probably did. Some of the big names mm-hmm. had some major, major layoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, in, and and I, so there's, I get that they don't always like share that with the field, but they grew so much for 2020 that they had to constrict. And people yeah. aren't buying in the same way they were before. So that was one thing that was like, whoo. Um, also, though, from a field level, from a distributor level, a lot of people left. More than the typical number left yeah. the industry and not as many came in to replace that. So that's an interesting, like, okay, that freaked other people out. Mm-hmm. And I think when well, you get that, you go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, we did two episodes on is network marketing dying? So there was enough of a freak out that we felt we had to address it two times. Ah, <laughs> uh, freak out. Yeah, exactly. You're not wrong. And 
what we saw when people feel like this nervous energy of, oh my goodness, a couple of things. People either leave the industry or they jump to another company mm-hmm. or they stay dormant and just like focus on something else. And I know there is this need for money, which, okay, so when there's this like panic, people do different things. Some of you buckle down and you've been buckling down and we'll talk about that and the coolness about that. Some of you say you just stay and put or you quit. And then some of you go on to some nefarious things. Hmm. Yes. Do you recall our conversation about MMR? M-R-R? M-R? M-I-C-K-E-Y? Don't defame the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love the new Mickey Mouse Club. It's so good. That's where I fell in love with JC from NSYNC. Brittany was on there. Christina was on there. Ryan mm-hmm. Gosling was on there. Carrie Russell. He was. Yeah. I actually saw that. Yeah. I mean, this was a I bit before my time. He's of course it was. Such a tiny he fetus. So nerdy. But. Yeah. He looked so nerdy, but it's <laughs> cute. And then, yeah, J- J- Timberlake was on there too. Whatevs. Anyway, um, so MRR scro- um, cropped up. A lot of you left MRR now since then because the money just isn't consistently there or maybe... Which yeah, thing? I don't see the posts anymore. And I don't know if it's because the algorithm has like caught up and realized like, eh, we're not showing these posts or if y'all just decided this was a bad plan. Total hoax. Total hoax. It's OK. Yeah. It's all right. You, but you also saw big leaders do things and get get terminated from companies um, because they were taking, you know, trying to do all sorts of things they shouldn't have been doing. So it wasn't It wasn't mm-hmm. just on the level of, okay, I'm starting up, I need to make money. Some of the big name people were like, okay, I'll use this time to try and take everyone to a, te- a company I'm going to build myself. And there's lawsuits and all the things. And it's like, this is a soap opera. They should do the real housewives of network marketing. Oh my gosh. You know we'd watch that. <laughs> oh, I'd totally watch it. I'd be like, I would be a supporting cast member. You know what I'm saying? Like the friend of, a friend of, yes. I'd be a friend of. Yes, who then also goes over there and like whispers to so and so, and you're the rumor mill. Like, like, you know what? So and so did this. I'd be like, um, I don't know if you watch Vanderpump, but I'd be like uh, Lisa's husband who come in. I can't believe that Tom Sandoval, that Rachel spent the night at Tom Sandoval's house. Then he walks out. Like, clearly that was a plan. (laughs) 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 Just walks through the room. I can't believe. That's not the best, but it's funny. Um, So what has it been like for you? We're curious. Like, what have been the highlights? We'd love for you to tell us what have been the highlights and the lowlights. Because listen, y'all, it's okay to have lowlights. Think about hair. I don't know much about, I don't know much about those things. My hair is a whole different, um, by the way, you should see the story that I posted last. Oh, Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a phrase. It's a, it's funny. It's a black haired, funny, funny, but it's funny. Yeah. About hair shrinkage. And it's just funny. (laughs) Oh, I did see that. And I didn't know what it You didn't understand. I know. I know. I I was like, is Roxanne, is she cut her hair? I'm confused. For my black ladies and men and people of color, there's, it's this meme and it says, I understand that shrinkage is good. But do I always have to look like this after a wash day? And it's a picture of Samuel L. Jackson, like probably from um, Pulp Fiction time. It's just a little yeah. weird. Because <laughs> that's what happens. It just all goes like. Even with how, like, because you have hair extensions in? Like, not, that, no, like, not this. But when I take this out and yeah. my hair is probably like past my shoulders. And on yeah. a wash day after I wash it, zoop, 
<laughs> it's like so short. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like, gosh. that's not a style. Yeah. Anyway, it's funny. Um, so but low lights for us. Oh, yeah, thank you. Low lights yeah. are important because I know like people do those too. I got my highlights and my low lights, right? You need both. Yeah. The highlights don't look higher with the lows. You got, you need both. For our hairstylists, we have some hair gurus. <laughs> listen, explain us the highlights, low lights thing, but yes, it is we important. Must know. We must know. People yeah, spend I got money for dark it. hair. So, and even when I had red hair, we don't, did we, we just balayaged. Is balayage another name for low lights? Do we know? No, it's like, I think it's another word for highlights. Okay. You like make a shape. So it's not like a highlight, like, it's not foil. Well, it's foil. It's very hard to explain. I don't well, know. Well, for those who understand what we're yeah. talking about better than we do, explain it to us. But you yes. need the low lights. You need to, you need the shade. Y'all, I was yeah. sick after or after our trip to um, Boston. I got sick. Got sick. Mm-hmm. And then after, I was like, because I don't get sick often, I'm like, oh, breathing meant more to me. Mm-hmm. Not coughing. The little things. The little things. You appreciate them so much yes. more when you have a low time. I hate to say it, but it's true. Yeah. Like rolling over in bed. I was sick last week and it was like the whole body aches. And like even just rolling over in bed felt like such a big thing. I was like, oh no, it's time to roll over. <sighs> you have to think Here about every move. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The word uh, that comes up for me for like this year as just a general I think is resilient. Shit show? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, well, that, but, like, I think we're still taking it in stride. And for those who are, like, all in in their business, obviously, you're the ones listening, right? So you're resilient. You're pushing through. Yes. The, the tides yes. change all the time. And we saw how quickly they went up. And mm-hmm. they may be trickling down. And, but. but I think that what I love about that, you're so right, is when I talk to my clients, because my clients go through all the things, they've had the highs, the lows, and all the ones who are mm-hmm. resilient. Something that is that I see that has been great is the work, okay, we pivot. Okay, so this is going on. What are we going to do? Well, the pivot has been to customers. Because honestly, if you really think about it, y'all, if you're not feeling good about your business, if you're seeing your team dwindle, if you're seeing your paycheck dwindle, how can you sit there and look at someone and go, you should totally join. You could, you can make back your money this month and you'd be like, come on now. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. believe it. Even if you're saying it, which I hope you're not, if you don't believe it, it's not coming across right. But what you can do is what did you fall in love with? You fell in love with the product. You believe in the product. So you can say the Stanley water bottle is amazing because you never flipped it over. You never spilled it. But it's amazing because of all these things. And you can sell the Stanley water bottle. I'm holding one in my hand for those of you listening. Um, so that's what I love about it is those who have been pivoting and been like, okay, I'm going to focus on my customers. And mm-hmm. I'm going to build my customer base and I'm going to figure out what their problems are and how my products can solve them. And they're seeing great results. They're seeing yeah. money come in on a regular. And y'all, I I know I've said it, but I'm going to say it again. If you're looking for consistent money while you're building your team or growing your business, consistent money comes from customers. I don't care what anyone else says. Consistent money comes from customers. Customers mm-hmm. are more consistent and more reliable than anyone you'll put on your team. Because yes. your team members, you do not, you have you have very little control of anyone, period. But your team, whoever's on your team is going to do what they do when they feel like they're going to do when they do it. Right. And they might jump ship to another team. 100%. They might, different company. They, yes. They're going to stop altogether. Yes. 
And if you're banking your paycheck on them, you're banking the wrong way. I know that that there are some big companies who are changing, who have changed their comp plan over the last year to try and encourage you to recruit. But you have to remember, everything is based on what is it in for them. Yes, they want more people. They've lost tens of thousands of 20,000 consultants. Yes, they want more. But you have to also think about what is the best for you. And if you are like, if I have 10 customers, it's going to look like this. And if I have 20, it's going to look like this. Work on your customer base, The especially when times are like, ugh, and the other will come. The rest will come. Yeah. And it'll probably, who knows what 2024 is going to bring. Maybe our advice is going to change and we're going to encourage you to recruit. Yeah. But right now in this season, after looking at everything of what's going on right now in this season, customers, customers, customers. Customers. We might, all, we might always say that, but. I was going to say, <laughs> you, you left know. the door open just in case. You, you left yes. the door. I like it. You left it just in case. Um, but Mm -hmm. focusing on your customers has been a beautiful thing. The other thing that we're seeing the rise of is affiliates and network marketing companies are trying to figure out how to make that happen, how to make the affiliate thing a thing. They're trying and uh, they're having a hard time because Mm -hmm. here's two reasons. A, because they have this, okay, yeah, become an affiliate. And it's still like, it's, I don't want to say it's a wolf in sheep's clothing because that's not fair, but it's like, I know. Have you seen those State Farm commercials? Love them with the guy who's trying to teach your parents like how to be trendy and how to acclimate. Okay. Yeah. They're hilarious. Yeah. It's it's like that. Like network marketing is the old dog and affiliate marketing is the new dog. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm hip. I'm the network marketing person trying to <laughs> she can do affiliate stuff. And he's like, no, don't do that. Like, like don't. no, just let it be separate. Exactly. And so there's so much trying to build the affiliate program on top of the network marketing program, as opposed to making a separate wing, that there have been some hiccups and things. And from mm-hmm. a from your side as a consultant, you're sitting there going, yeah, I become an affiliate, but you're thinking to yourself, but I don't make as much off the affiliate. And then you're quickly trying mm-hmm. to tell them, but you know what, if you do this, you can actually make more money if you build a team. And what you're not understanding is the people who are interested in affiliate marketing do not want network marketing. They don't. So when you say that to them and you start making it confusing and convoluted as network marketing, let's be real, the the compliment all things can be, you start to lose them. Mm. And so you, I think you know, if you're in, if you're in corporate, what I'm telling you now, listen to me, is this: if you're going to be doing an affiliate marketing program, you need to really educate your leaders, your mid-level and your top-level leaders, into the benefits of that and how to guide and lead that. Or you don't put your affiliates on a team, but of course that has issues too because then your field's going to be mad at you. It just sounds messy to me. My little brain is like, what's the actual point? To get more, what, for who? The corporate? Get the, more sales. For, well, yes. I, yes. <laughs> but I'm going to like, uh, money, 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 money. Well, the thing is, no. you see all these products that are going viral on Instagram and TikTok. And if I'm a network marketing company that has a great product, I'm like, I want it on that too. So I get it. But you have this disconnect because your product, you've been selling it in a different way. And yeah. so to clean, it's, it's, it'll be interesting. They're trying to figure it out. They've got to figure it out. I think they have to figure it out if they want to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Because what we know is since 2020, institutions are changing. 
are crumbling. Let's be real. They're crumbling. And a new something is coming in in the next few years. And if you're an old institution, you're going to have to figure out how to pivot or you're going to crumble. Like Target? What do you think you Target's, do you feel like Target's crumbling? Tell me more. Um, actually, yes, I do. I was just talking about this the other day to someone, I don't know, maybe my husband or maybe Davey, no one else is here. Target used to be like a place where I felt like had high standards and was clean. Mm -hmm. It was like the place to go. And now I go and maybe it's a Nashville thing. We literally have like seven targets that I can go to, but they're always messy and there's never carts anymore. Like it's starting to give me Walmart vibes. Wow. Yeah, I went there. So my sister lived in Nashville, so I can ask her which ones are good. But she's it's been decades since she's been there. But yeah. what I will say is this. It's funny you bring up Target because Target and Disney have had a PR problem over the last year. Um, oh, yes. I and, forgot Target did. Yeah. And I don't know that they are going to be able to, to quickly bounce back. I don't know how Target's wasn't as bad as Disney's. Disney has had a lot of PR issues. And I think they like they used to have a score. I was just listening to a podcast. Their like credibility score was five, which was amazing. And now they're down on mm-hmm. the list. Like they were fifth and now they're like 50 something. Good luck coming back wow. from that. So yeah. I think those are institutions. And I listen, I love Disney. I love Target, y'all. So don't I'm not berating yeah. either of them. Actually, I don't really shop at Target. I say that, but I don't really shop at Target. No, we shop at no. Target. I'm literally a Target once or twice a week. My sister is like, she, my, one sister is Costco, the other sister is Target. And that's, but I don't really, sh- I appreciate Target. I don't really shop there. Isn't that weird? Hmm. I, yeah, I've been considering. I'm like, am, is it time? Am I up-leveling to Costco? Well, that's just a mass product. It's not that you're up-leveling. It's you need more of everything. <laughs> and I don't. So maybe not. I maybe I should just say, stop shopping. Costco's not cuter than Target. Uh, it's a warehouse, but man, yeah. they've got some good stuff at good prices. Uh, you should see their refrigerators, <laughs> man. Um, I think it's it will be interesting. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting. Uh, who knows? But you gotta you have to up level. And y'all, if you're with a company that's not up leveling, you need to check and see if they are. And if they aren't, you need to be concerned. I'm just gonna tell you, you need to be concerned. If they're doing the same mm-hmm. old, same old, they are in trouble, and that means they're go. Eventually, your business is going to be in trouble. Yeah. Especially if you're yeah. relying on teams. If you're relying on a team, then your team to lead the way for you, then you're going to have a hard time. Your products, sure. Um, mm-hmm. As customers, that will that it will take longer for that to dissipate, but you may find it's harder to get new clients in. I mean, let's take like Rodan and Fields. Great example. Yeah. Their regimens, their regimens, their regimens. Well, listen, they've had the regimens and I'm no disparity. The, the regimens are great. Kudos to y'all. But when you see different trends in the beauty industry where people are doing different things like, okay, now we're doing double washing. Was it double cleansing and doing these different things and at these and these different serums, if you're or masks, for example, if you're not keeping up with it, great example, a few years back, Greenfields didn't have any masks. 
And you have all these like cool masks going on where people are taking them off their face. Everybody loved that. They didn't have masks. Yep. And they came out with masks and it was like a pasty mask, like not the same thing. Like you have to keep up with the trends because if you're like, here's my tried and true four steps or five steps, it's okay, but it's not sexy. And if you think people mm-hmm. aren't looking for the shiny toy, then you missed out. Then you're, you're, you're confused. We buy on feelings. We buy on what we want. We buy, yes. yes. You can logically tell me everything, why I need this regimen, but there's still that factor. There is. But I want the mask that pulls off my face. Don't you? Who doesn't want that? Ooh, it pulls off my face. It's like the foot stuff that like pulls, like your skin like comes off. People want to try, at least once we'll try it. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. So let's, can we switch to our year in review? Because I feel like sure. we both have big years. So maybe yeah. that can be our behind the scenes. Is Okay, you go first. Me go first? Okay. Mm. Okay, so at the beginning of this year, 2023, we pulled our kids from preschool and mm-hmm. daycare program and decided to homeschool. And we are mm-hmm. still homeschooling. And I love it. Yay. We almost opened a restaurant this year. Right. And that was this year still. Yes. We got like the lease and like the final paperwork and we didn't like it. And so even though we had gone that far, we decided to say no. And a week later is when my husband got that job offer um, for the seasonal position on Mackinac Island with housing for us. So we took it. We spent April to September on Mackinac Island and then found out this company that offered him the job also owns like a ton of Hiltons all over America. So Jeremy applied and got a job in Nashville. We sold our house, which we are signing the papers tomorrow. Yay! Finally. Congrats. And here we are. That's the year. Not much going on with you is what I heard. Okay. Not well, much. Not you know, much. just a few little changes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's a lot in one year. Yes. That's a lot. Yes. Okay. So just, you know, yeah, that's a lot. Oh, okay. and we also redid our whole basement at our house too. Yes, you did. To sell it to someone else. You sure did. To then turn around and sell it. Never <laughs> got to enjoy it. Not once. <laughs> Not once. Because mm-hmm. you were in Mackinac while I was finishing up. Yeah. Goodness. Um, so I, last year, spent, I don't know what I did at the beginning of the year. I spent, I was wedding planning, obviously, and mm-hmm. was able to go back and forth to to Arizona once the dress came in, like every other week for the dress fittings, which was such a wonderful time to spend with my family. Like, I just loved that so much. Um, in fact, when the wedding came, I was sad because I'm like, I'm gonna, like when I went to the lab, I was like, this is so bittersweet. Um, mm-hmm. So we did that. We got married. We did that marriage thing. We went to the Bahamas, had the wedding of our dreams. It was phenomenal and wonderful. So that took us to July. I feel like I glossed over. Wedding planning was a lot. Let's not let's I don't want to diminish that as at all. Um, then after that, we decided we were moving. And ergo the move. So we dun, are dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. by the end of the year moving. Yeah, you'll have to do one big change. We are moving. We spent over a month um, this year in Boston and spending time with uh, my in-laws, which was good that we were there. Aging parents is an interesting thing. Um, mm-hmm. Sandwich generation. Here we are. Um, what else? Oh, did like all those trips to, you know, Arizona kind of spew you wanting to move? Because you I guys have to got wonder to, like, that. Experience. I have to wonder that, but I did all those trips. Scott didn't do any of them. 
And yeah. so what's interesting that he was the one who was like, we need to move to Phoenix. I'm like, what? Now he lived there for 10 years before he moved to, to Austin and we met in Austin. So we both lived there at different times. Obviously my family's from there, but I was shocked. Yeah. I'm like, what? You're right. What? Yeah. And here we are. By the way, look. Moving. I you see moving see. boxes. I made a major mass progress. Um, I'm almost done, I think. In my head, I am. Um, we, so that's been, you know, we've just spending a lot of newlywed time together. I've definitely, me, the manifester, been in a rest cycle for a while. Um, but I'm coming out of it, which is exciting. Watch out, world. And what else can I say? So we're moving on the 30th. You're listening to the 27th. Three days. We be moving. Um, I've also kind of been diving into user-generated content, which I'm really loving and enjoying just working with different companies on their, their um, marketing issues and helping them and creating some fun videos. You should check it out. I've got some of them are online and then on my Instagram, some of them are not. Most of them are not actually, but the ones that I do put there there. What else can I tell you? I feel like we are almost, we almost have Maisie. We might have Maisie by the time you listen to this. Don't know. I feel like she's coming. We thought we had her. She wasn't her, but she's coming. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. So Maisie's coming. Okay. Very excited about my new baby girl. Um, and Baylor will be a big sister. So we're talking about dogs for anyone who does not know. Uh, so <laughs> so funny, by the way, that on the, on the podcast, someone wrote like a, I said something about moving on my Instagram. So I was like, you're moving? I go, I go, you clearly haven't listened to the podcast. <laughs> it was Nancy. She's like, what? Move? I'm like, clearly you haven't listened to the podcast. That's all I have to say. That's where you uh, get all your updates. That's where you get the updates. Uh, did I, is that everything I've done? Mine didn't seem very crazy once I just said it. That's still crazy. Is it? Okay. You plan a whole Bahamas wedding. I know. It's so crazy. It was so I saw a FOMO, like such FOMO. Uh, you were invited. I know. She was I invited. Lived on an everybody. Island. I, I was on my own island. You were on your own island. <laughs> she was on the Terran Island, Terrana Island, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that island, too. I never left that one. So. And, too, I think we're wanting to bring more and more to the podcast. So. Mm-hmm. We're bringing yeah. it into 2024. We hope you keep listening. Share it. Leave a review. Follow. It's where you what get the real. We're supposed to say? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if you want the real tea about network marketing, this is where you're going to get it. Let's be real. Exactly. Everyone in real time. Like, yeah. In real Everyone. time. So. Yeah. So there you go. All right, y'all. All right, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to another episode of Rocks Talks. We would love for you to help us get this message out to other network marketers. If you could follow, rate, review, wherever you are listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate it. And hey, if this episode speaks to you directly, take a screenshot of you listening on your device and post it on Instagram stories. Be sure to tag us over at Rocks Talks. Always remember, you're not ahead, you're not behind, you're exactly where you're supposed to be, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Rocks Talks.